What it is, everybody. Welcome to episode 63 of Fish and Connoisseur a Movie. My name's David Pether, but you can call me Fish. With me, as always, my favorite sack of shit. Connor McDuff. That was meant to be the, the, um, oh, the, the Mockingjay thing. Mm. Also, we have a special guest. Who is the special guest, everybody? It's Melanie Sanchez. Oh, my goodness, Melanie Sanchez. Oh, big M sands. I don't know what that means. I just that came out of nowhere. That's it's it's four o'clock in the morning for me right now. It's three o'clock for you guys. We've all just went and seen. What did we watch? What did we just do? We saw what, Mel? Uh, Mockingjay Part Two. We saw Mockingjay Part Two. I like how um, we like sort of just like handed that down. I handed it to you, and then you just handed it to Mel. <laughs> That's what I need to do right now, the it's better it's delight. <laughs> uh, what else is happening, Fish? Are we having a couple of bevy boos? Yeah, I got a fair. I got over, over on my side of the pond, I got a, a bottle of old Cap'n Morgan. He's ready, ready right, to well, go. Bit of spiced gold. Sh- what do you got going? I've got a bottle of fucking Smirnoff vodka and it's going to taste like shit. So <laughs> let me have a little shot here. You can all fucking listen in as I hate myself. <laughs> Mel is my designated, don't drink too much, Connor, you will die, so... I poured it as well, so it's probably way too much. All right, here we go. Three, two, one, bottoms up. (laughs) (coughs) Fuck. Well, I'm glad that you're doing the pouring, Mel, because last time that I drank Smirnoff with Connor, he would, you know, put way too much in my my cup instead of his own, so... We got pretty smashed last year uh, to the same uh, movie series, part one of Mockingjay. Oh, my God, (laughs) Vodka has not hit well. Connor's oh, got fuck. tears in his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna open up this here, this here. Could you hear that? That was me tinkering around in, with the microphone. I'm just gonna take a little shotty shot of the old captain. Have a, have a gaze at that. Oh, good god. <laughs> <laughs> All right, straight Captain oh, god, Morgan. Awesome. Fun. This is gonna be fucked. <laughs> So as we said, we have um we've gone to the the midnight screening. We did this last year as well. We thought we'd keep it the uh, keep the tradition alive. It's a, been a whole year since Mockingjay Part One, which has gone quite quick. Which means that we've been doing this for over a year now, because that was like our eleventh episode or something like that. So that's pretty exciting. Yay! <laughs> Sorry, we're just. <laughs> I've already, really I've already got to pee real bad. Oh, what you, the fuck is fuck, this? This always happens. This happened last time too. I actually went back and listened to the Mockingjay Part 1 episode and you pee for about half of that fucking episode. So if that's going to happen have, now... Yeah, I've got to piss and I'm in my car so you're going to hear me open the door to my car. Well, By tell, the way, tell, to anyone at home... Tell the audience what, why you're in your car. What, what is going so, on right now? So I live with my parents and obviously I swear and yell a lot and I'm the pessimist in this and... Unfortunately, my house isn't that big, so I can't sit in my, my, my room at three in the morning screaming and yelling while my family's asleep. So I've decided to sit in my car with Mel and you, David, in my ear. So this is really <laughs> fucking uncomfortable. <laughs> Excellent. Okay, well, let's, uh, let's get into this shit. One thing we, we sort of spoke about last time with, with Mockingjay Part 1 was that there was quite a bit of hype leaning up to it. I know I, was, yeah. I, could, I could feel the hype because at the time I was working at the cinema. Now, I wasn't really seeing too much of that around. I, I saw a few, like, billboards yep, and yep, things. There was no hype, man. There was none, so, like, you guys are 
nah. still rocking the cinema, not there. What's what's the deal? It's like fuck all, really. I didn't think there was much. Mm. There's like this is the obvious stuff, like the obvious promotions stuff, and it's a big block big blockbuster. So they're trying to push it, but it's not like nobody's going for it at all. Really? There's no hype to it. It's very similar to Spectre, where like I think they expected it to carry itself, and it hasn't. Like our screening was not packed out at all. Really. That's interesting. Yeah, no. It was like it was like half full, I guess. Yeah. Which was fucking crazy too cuz the one we went to fish last year was like completely packed. Oh, it was packed. That's right. Well, my my cinema was packed. I went to uh the Hoyts here in in High Point and it was it was chockers. It was absolutely chockers. So I I I just thought that I'm missing I'm just missing the hype, but if you guys aren't seeing either working at a cinema and being there with a half full cinema, that's nah. Maybe people got burned last time around with uh, part one because, as we discussed, it really didn't go anywhere. That film, there not much happened at all. Really, did it? Yep. And I hope this is a lesson to every fucking director out there: don't <laughs> fucking split your film up into parts. Or I swear to God, Jesus <laughs> Christ! See what happens, people. No one sees it. Nobody wants to watch the second part. <laughs> but it'll build up. Fuck you, man. Fuck you. <laughs> well, I also thought I was missing the hype because I don't work with teenagers anymore. I work with older people now who aren't into the Hunger Games. Damn. So I was thinking that maybe I was just not in the right in the right mindset in that terms. And when me and um, you know my girlfriend Beck were in the cinema tonight, it was we at one point were the oldest people there. And then thank God there was like two guys who were probably in their late thirties came in and sat down the front two bros and i was like that's gonna be me and connor that is me and connor right there the the older guys in in a sea of young kids in just two like dudes. 10 10 years from now two dudes seeing some seeing some fucking tween movies <laughs> oh another shot there okay yeah we didn't even have any we didn't really have any real twins in ours either ours were, oh my god <laughs> Yeah, it was mostly te- teenagers, I think. Was it? Yeah, or like uh, younger people. I wasn't really paying attention. No, oldies. <laughs> I was busy fucking watching the movie, to be honest, because that's what I do. Fishing kind of saw a movie, not fishing kind of watch the audience, idiots, whatever. I'm not upset. Um, but yeah, let's kick on. Let's talk about it a little well, bit. Well, that's it. Um, we, I just want to quickly say that it was it was funny how much we've we've sort of gone back and talked about part one and how much we kind of disliked mm-hmm. it. In our actual review, yeah, we, we gave over it, it a very favorable, a very yeah, favorable yeah. review. Like I gave it a four out of five. I think you gave it a three or three point five, which is pretty high for you. Yeah, it's because we were fish. It's because we were drunk and in a good mood. I this think is, is the only way to put it. This but is true. On I reflection, think, I don't. Think it was this, different. Yeah, yeah. but well, but I mean, let's like, see. Was this film? Is part two better than part one? Connor, tell us the plot. Mel, tell us the plot. No. <laughs> tell us the plot. Go. I, no, three, two, one. I won't be able one, to, like, remember. Just, just tell it. You just tap out when you're ready. One, two, three, go. Um, no, no, no. I can't do that. Seriously. Such a pussy. <laughs> All right. Stop trying so to shirk something. your responsibilities, Connor. <laughs> so, Peter, it starts off, because in the last one, Peter's beaten the shit out of Katniss, and it starts off where Katniss is feeling a little better, and then... The movie follows Katniss as she tries to kill President Snow and then they overthrow the capital and then 
President Coyne and President Snow are there, and President Coyne wants, has, you know, she's taken over, and she wants to start up another Hunger Games again as retribution for all the lives lost from the capital, and everyone's like, what the fuck are you talking about? That's insane. And Katniss is like, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. I want to ex- execute Snow. And then Katniss kills Snow. No, Katniss no. kills Coin. Yeah. Coin. Katniss kills the fucking president and just murders him. And then she's like, well, I'm done, can't see ya. And then, and then fucking runs off into the wilderness and fucking Peter's like, hey, wait for me. And Peter comes and then they have kids. That's literally, like, if you bring it down to its bare bones, the that's juice, the plot. Yeah. Before that is like they, they them getting to the capital and then them finding the president and then Prim blows up in sorry to anyone. Which Prim. you fucking spoiled for me last time, you prick. Sorry. Sorry.com slash not sorry. Um but Prim dies, she gets blown up. Phoenix fucked, he gets eaten by zombies. But like it's just a the whole movie is just a build up to them to to executing snow. To executing coin. Yeah. And then she fucks off, and someone else who we've met once decides that she's the fucking president. Whatever, I'm not upset once again. But um, <laughs> all this shit happens, and all I could think is this is literally a climax to a film. Almost as if the film had been split into two parts or something. <laughs> How odd. What a revelation. Isn't that funny? Yeah. How fucking weird is that? <laughs> it's almost like it was meant to be one fucking movie. Jesus Christ. I still feel like a lot more happened in this one than in part one, though. Yeah, because they had the time to fuck around. It's just they just chucked in as much action as they could, um, which wasn't a bad thing, I don't think. Um, no, the action was great. What did you think about Jennifer Lawrence? Well, J-Law is always awesome. Um, she's She was awesome in the last one. She was awesome in this one. She's awesome in every fucking movie she's in. Um, she's definitely the shining light of these films the way she plays this character is just top notch she is Katniss and you really feel what she's feeling throughout the entire film and so yeah five out of five performance from J-Law what did you think? I I have a I struggle to to like Jennifer Lawrence now I don't know whether really? or not it's because of her or her I fucking hate Katniss man Katniss is the fucking most annoying people piece of shit ever her whole fucking time in the movie i'm just like fuck you <laughs> fuck you fucking hell like up until president coins like oh let's start another hunger games katniss is a fuckhead she's like president coins like no don't go into the front line do this katniss is like i'm sad i'm a teenager i'm gonna do it anyway fucking gail comes in prim's dead gail's like oh yeah i'm real fucking sorry your sister's dead and katniss is like get out i hate you what, what the fuck for? Why the fuck does Katniss suddenly hate Gale? It doesn't make any sense. You whiny, stupid idiot. Well, it does, fuck but let's get to that later because that's towards the end of the film. But I, I, I will say what you're hating on her for, you know, going and actually doing something is something that we bitched about in the last film because she does nothing. <laughs> she absolutely no, but, does nothing in the last yeah, film. The, and in this just- one, she actually fucking does something. So what's the problem? <laughs> The fucking motivation behind doing it is fucking stupid. That's the problem. It was stupid from the beginning. She's just suddenly this propaganda piece, and then she's like, oh, "I'm doing it." It's like it's fucking dumb. It, it just—it's so ridiculous. It, hold oh on, hold God. on. What's what's dumb? Her being the propaganda piece, or her? No, her going from a fucking active. propaganda piece to a fucking soldier within a period of 
in between two movies. Like it's it's all of her fucking teenage angst and fucking her uh, defiance. I don't think, I don't think that she became bullshit. a soldier. I don't think she became a soldier at all. She like she just used the skills that she has, which President Snow points out uh, actually quite funnily later on when he says she's a girl with some skill with a bow, and that's basically what she does. She goes out and shoots some explosive arrows and fucks some shit up, which was fucking cool because I was actually happy to see her doing something. See, the only thing she did in the last film was shoot down a fucking plane, which was fucking awesome. But the rest of the film, she's just sitting in the background while everyone else is doing everything. And I will say that there is a lot of that going on here, but I was happy to see her getting amongst it. I was happy to see her taking a, you know, she takes her own initiative, sneaks away from these people because she realizes that they're all fucking using her. And, and she actually, want, like, she doesn't really even give a shit about all this shit. She just wants to fucking kill President Snow. And, um, you know, we'll talk about that later. But she, she has a goal and she goes for it. And I appreciated that. I just, I just wanted her to, like, I just wanted there to be a different sort of justification or motivation behind doing it. I liked her sneaking away f- from them. But, like, her being used by them makes perfect sense. Like, honestly, that, that was, the, re- the rebels make fucking perfect sense the whole way through. Like... Of course they're going to use her. It's fucking genius. Oh, and then yeah, I just, yeah, I just wish absolutely. Was- but it's, it's, there's, you know, lies and deceit, and everybody's lying amongst anyone. And it's kind of like who's, but who's it, the it just, real evil here? It, but- it wasn't properly, it wasn't properly shown that the rebels were the bad, like that the rebels aren't as good as they seem, up until like they blow up all those people, which was a fucking great moment. Don't well, I, wrong, like, like, it isn't really shown, but it's kind of like hinted at a lot. And then, he, um, you know, the uh, the commander, the I can't remember his name, he um, tells her. Yeah, yeah, Bogues. Yeah, Bogues, yeah, yeah. but I mean, like, that's, that's still, like, halfway through the film. Like, we've gone through part one of this bullshit, and now halfway through part two, where these guys have just been doing nothing but trying to, to stop the capital. And then the only really hints we get are that... Coin is just a bitch, always. And Katniss just doesn't fucking like any of them. But Katniss never fucking liked anyone in any of the fucking films because she hates everyone but Peter and Gail. Like, it just... I just wish... I just wish, like... You know the start when they're, like, um, the the avalanche thing at the start? Mm. Like, they find... So they find the, the, the a base that's being run by a bunch Pe- of people from the district. That, yeah, yeah. Uh, district 2... That, like, peacekeepers like and stuff yeah so there's innocence in there and then they have like this debate on what to do to like stop them and, that, and it's the first kind of implication that oh shit the, the rebels are kind of fucked up because gail's like no let's just fucking kill them and coin's like let's just murder them and then someone suggests like an exit for all the all yeah. of the well there um, it is there's the there's your first signs of them not being yeah, as I mean, squeaky like, clean it's it's fine you're right but then coin is the one that's like no leave the exit and i just sit there and i'm like why the fuck? Like, I wish Queen was like, no, fucking, like, murder all of them. Like, what if she's like that? And then she justifies it like, they're, they're, they're all traitors. And then you'd be like, from the beginning, you're like, oh, fuck, something's not right here. Like, that, that's a little fucked. The fact that she let these people go, I was like, oh, I wish there was more. Yeah, okay, I hear what you're saying. She's not as, as bad as she should be. Is that, is that what you're saying? Like she should be made out to yeah, be pretty much the fucking yeah. a badass like from the yeah, start. Yeah, if she was yeah. fucked, if she was fucked from we, the beginning of this film completely, want her dead, yeah. then like Katniss like running off and like her death is so much more justified immediately. Like it's it's it makes perfect sense. 
yeah. from what I saw yeah. is just like President Coins totally fair. Fucking pull them in, you know, and then all the evacu the people can evacuate and they 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 surrender and they take them in except for two people. Um, by the way, moving on from that, that fucking scene is probably my favourite scene in the whole thing. Is that guy holding the gun to Katniss's head? Yeah, and Fuck, that's 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 where I'm I'm like praising Jennifer Lawrence yeah. in like her performance in that particular scene is just outstanding. Fuck, like, that was so great. Because that's that's where she actually takes on the role of the Mockingjay. She's yeah. she's she gets out and says says her fucking speeches without you know. In number one, they there's like a big thing with her. They're trying to give her lines and all that sort of shit. And she sort of is just shit. She's a shit actress. Actress. So it's good to see her just passionate about it. Like she wants to rally the troops yeah. and she wants to do all that. And that is what brings it. Like she basically yeah. stares death in the face from this guy. And it's super tense. That's a great film. It's a great moment. It's yeah. fucking brilliant. It's like, it's probably the, the highlight of the whole film because it's tension and it shows Katniss as an individual with her own moral standing and you know exactly how she feels. It's great for exposition. It's great where she's like, she's like, no, listen, Khan, President Snow's the fucking bad guy. Like, he's the one that's done this. And it's fucking awesome. Like, I got goosebumps in that scene. I was like, holy mm. shit, did you like it, Mel? Yeah, I really did. It was very good. <laughs> I um, I really well, hold enjoyed on, hold on. Before we get you, you're trying to shirk off this this whole uh, bad guy <laughs> coin business. Mel, what what's your thoughts on coin? On coin, um, I wanted her dead to be honest. So I thought it was justified. Yeah, sweet. And why why would you say that? She was a bit of a bitch, and she annoyed me, and she reminded me of someone that I didn't like. So <laughs> there we go. <laughs> well, there you go. That'll do. On on Katniss though, like I think because I agree with, with what you were saying, David. Because I feel like the whole point of the movie is that Katniss is a teenager and she was thrown in a position that a teenager obviously shouldn't be in. So she makes mistakes and she's dumb and, like, she she's sort of dealing with it in her own way. Yeah. So I feel like when she's doing all these things, like running away, etc., um, it's, like, justified from her point of view, if that makes sense. But I just feel like well, Connor has I a think, personal yeah. vendetta against Jennifer Lawrence. Fuck you, man. I <laughs> you fucking, do. I can't fucking... I don't. We were, we were watching a trailer you just said you do. for Joy, and he's just, like, <laughs> making comments the whole time. This <laughs> fucking David O. Russell. Looks like shit. I fucking hated American Hustle, man. You look man. like shit. You look like shit. I know. I'm kidding. We will be reviewing that <laughs> um, one in our Boxing Day wrap-up. But um, <laughs> later on... Yeah, I don't know. I felt it was justified. I I feel it gets more justified towards the end when more is revealed about, you know, Coin's intentions and how she's she's pretty much just snow in in a certain way. Yeah. I, I definitely yeah. I definitely think they could have done more to, you know, solidify how fucking evil she is though, on your side yeah. there, Connor. So But um talking about evil motherfuckers, I thought Peter was quite good. Peter it was a boss, but I like Peter. <laughs> I've always liked Peter from the start. Like, yeah. he's just there. He's trying to be a fucking good dude. He's, he's in the fucking thick of it. Like, the whole time, there's never a moment where he's not. He's, fact, always, most he's, he's been more active than Katniss has been most of the time. Like, yeah. even from the first film, he, he's the one who sort of plays the game, uh, where Katniss is just, yeah. you know, a bit, you know, does it her own way, which is fine. I wish I wish we saw him get tortured. That'd be fucking sick. Imagine seeing him go through the fucking yeah. stuff he went through. Because like, even even be just hearing about it, like you know, when um, I can't remember her name, the bald chick, the other one who got tortured. Who yeah, was, yeah, yeah. Like she says that they 
they got to know each other's screams, you know, by li- you know, yeah, being in cells next to each other. Like that, even just the image that that brings up is yeah. kind of terrifying to me. So imagine seeing it. Fuck. But he yeah. was super scary. Like I was actually scared of Peter in this. Like he was so like, you just couldn't tell what he was going to do. And he could just snap at any moment. And I really liked what they did with him there because I was actually intimidated by this guy. I was I thought he could kill anyone at any moment. Like when when he throws one of their their members into that fucking tar shit. Yeah. Oh. That was a that was a really good moment too. That that whole bit was fucking sick. Mm. In fact, the this whole film that that the action it has is really well done. It reminds me of Catching Fire. Mm. Um, yep. Yep. And that was a really good bit, like the, the machine gun turrets that come out. I really liked how the, you know, because we don't get a Hunger Games per se in this in yep. this movie. So this is kind of the closest we get. We get like the game, um, the game makers, is that what they're called? They're, yep. they're game makers, all these tricks and things in the, the pod things that they've they've set out, little traps that they've set out for the, the troops mm-hmm. around. And man, they were cool. Like... Yeah. All the different things that went on with that, just from flames and the machine gun turrets to the weird tar thing that when you get caught in it, you get ripped apart by some razor blade wire shit. Like, God damn. And that was really well justified as well. Like, st- like it was it was a matter of Snow was like, fuck, we're out. Like, they're, they're winning. They're on top of us. We're going to lose. Mm. So let's do this like Let, maybe this will work and let's use the tricks that we've been using yeah. for you know years yeah I and like it, it. It, fucking, it was fucking it was a great narrative piece too because it means we're on the edge of our seat to like holy shit this is the hunger games man like this is what we want to see yep um and it's a bigger scale and it's it's just it was fucking on point like it was so great i was really impressed with that and they were and they were cre- and then we're creative with it as well you know like mm. they were they were really um it was fun, like the the heat lamp things later on when they're running through the subway or whatever. Yeah, that was great. Whatever. Yeah, just really, really cool. And it was it was implied, like it wasn't a big deal. Like they're sprinting through, like they're running through this block, mm-hmm. and that happens, and it's fucking great. Like, it just yeah, it comes like, out of nowhere shit. when Peter grabs she, yeah. he grabs Katniss and tries to kill her like straight up. It's, that's what I mean. Fuck. The in- unpredictability of him was just fucking crazy. Could. And and Josh Hutch- liked, um, Josh Hutchinson or whatever his name is, he um I think he was on par with J Law for me in this. Like he yeah. was fucking fantastic. He hasn't he like he was okay in the other films, but in this one he's just knocked it out of the park. Brings it up. Yeah. How do you um how do you feel about uh uh Chris Liam Hensworth? Yeah, I'm pretty on the fence with this guy. Like he's yeah. he's okay. Is that because you're team Peter? Oh, but for sure. A hundred percent team Peter. Fuck, I'm team fuck Peter. Gale. Gale. Fuck him, man. But like I mean like he was fine as well, but it's that that whole aspect of this film was really fucking annoying to me was like the whole love triangle thing. And thankfully they didn't really try and too much in this, but there was just one moment where I was like, What the fuck? Like when it's Gale and Lo- um and fucking Katniss sitting in the plane. And she kisses him, and he's like, it's like kissing someone's drunk. I was like, what the fuck is this shit? Who cares? I, I had to actually, I, I turned to Beck at that point, and I said, hold on, are they are they a thing? Because I can't even, I couldn't remember in the last yeah. one if they were still, if they actually get together, because it, it they never really, like, capitalize on this whole love triangle thing, I feel. It's so hard to keep up. It's just, like, on and off. Yeah, the whole time. Oh, and man. it's meant to be, it's meant chicks, to be. Chicks, man, chicks. This whole. 
<laughs> yeah, and I mean, like, it, it's just silly because in the grand scheme of things, this is that was that's something that like kind of brings down this. It's about a girl. Oh, I guess it it kind of benefits it though because it's yeah, about look, a teenage girl who's it playing is, over. Yeah, him. look, it's it's relatable to just about anyone, like yeah. the girl point of view and the guy point of view. Like, especially as a teenager, it's feelings get involved and fucking whatever. I I get it and I'm cool with it. What team are you, Mel? Um. I don't know. I was Team Gale for a while, mostly because um, Peter's face annoys me. He looks like a Lego man. He looks like <laughs> a hologram. <laughs> like, but after this movie, I can see it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Team Peter. I guess he's nice or whatever, you know. <laughs> yeah, fucking date the baker. Date the fucking baker. But yeah, I really didn't baker. understand what happened with Gail at the end. Like, I, I didn't, I think I just maybe zoned out. Yeah, that was so was weird. Like, yeah. Do you know what happened there? Oh, she, she thinks that he was in on the bombing. Like, he, like she just thinks it. Well, I, I assume. Like, he, he kind of doesn't really deny anything either he's like oh she says was it your fault and he's like i don't know like i it's yeah i don't know it's iffy i think i think it's meant to be implied that he did know yes that's that's where i i I sort of stand i just assume that yeah but because then you know the bit where um he's getting taken away by yeah and she's like shoot me yeah yeah i didn't really understand what was going on he just wanted to get shot because um he didn't want to get captured and tortured. But, like, it was silly because... She doesn't do it, though. She doesn't do it, and they could have had Gale there the whole time anyway. And the bombs go off. Like, it made no difference. Like, yeah. him yelling, shoot Gale, me. Gale, again, like he was in the last one, we we were confused at, as to why he was such a big dog in the army yeah. and everything. Like, they don't really show his rise to power. Um, and I'm sure in the books they go into it more. But, like, here... It's just like, because he's a main character, he's the he's fucking leader, you know, and he's yeah. always there. He's always looking after Katniss, but he's not really. Like, in this movie, he's just, he's super background. Like, he's barely there. Like, even <laughs> when he is there, he's barely there. Towards the end, it's kind of like, oh, okay, well, all right, fuck off. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, it's true. It was disappointing. It was kind of fizzle out. But, um, but halfway through this film, like, it's about an hour in, and I think you'll agree with me, especially the way you did the, the plot synopsis, because I was really happy with pretty much everything up, and, up until yeah. the, um, the, the tar razor wire shit, and then they, you know, it was really cool when they get to the top of those stairs, and, they, and the, the lava stuff, or whatever it is, the tar stuff is, is rising, that was all really cool, and then, <laughs> then the peacemakers fucking shoot a rocket launcher in to kill those twins and assume that it's everything. Like, I liked all that. That was fun. And then there is a fucking massive lull in this Yeah, where they fucking, they're sleeping in a house. We're watching them sleep everywhere. We're watching them do nothing for about half an hour. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it makes no fucking sense. And this is is where I think, Um, you know, we could have had... Makes no fucking sense we could have had one film here. This is one film because this is padding. Yep. To me, it's just padding and it makes, it's just like, I even turn to, to Beck and I'm like, fuck, can they move this shit along? Like, it's one o'clock in the morning. I yeah. don't have time for this shit. <laughs> you know? Well, it's, yeah, it's, there's nothing, it's just filler. Like, that whole bit is just filler. Um, and they do it a lot. Like, oh. they're going through the sewers and nothing happens in the sewers for fucking ages until the fucking zombies show up. And, and then it, it just, 
which is a great scene. Those mutts or whatever they're called, which yeah, is so awesome. good, so dope, man, so good. But even but I, was- like, I felt like the the you know the tense moment that was supposed to be, you know them them sneaking up on them. I was so bored by that time yeah, that it, it got lost on me. And when it exactly. actually happens, I was like, fuck, that was a really cool... Because like the reveal of them, when you sort of see that, that chick, she turns around and you see one kind of in yeah. the background, and then she's like, hold on, what the fuck was that? And then, rah, there they are. Yeah. And that scene is just crazy. And fucking Finnick dies, which is bullshit. Yeah. Because that's... I love Finnick. He just got I married. Yeah, Finnick's my fucking favorite. <laughs> Team oh. Finnick, all the way. <laughs> Team Finnick, absolutely. But we are, we were bitching about um, the last movie because he wasn't in it, and he, he finally yeah. gets to be in it for a bit. He saves her a lot of the, a lot of the time. He does. He like he's the one who grabs Peter. Yeah, you know, and he just at, fucking dies. At the tar pit. like fucking hell. And it was good. Like I'll, I'll be honest, it was a fucking cool death. Like he gets sucked awesome. into those thousands of those fucking mutt things. And she blows him to smithereens. He's Katniss. Katniss, great, great moment. Yep. That whole that whole sequence, the whole zombie sequence, was fucking brilliant. I really enjoyed it. Now, can Um, can, I just want to clarify something though? What is a mutt? Because those things they were calling them mutts, and fucking Peter is saying that he is now a mutt. What the fuck is a mutt? I thought the mutts were those dog things in the in the first Hunger Games. I think a mutt is just like a pawn, like a zombie sort of like drone thing. Brain dead or Brain something. dead fucking things. Because ah, okay. in the books, something that they've that's something they've yeah. like um experimented on or something. So he was like he was having a go because she said it in like to attack him. Like she wasn't genuinely saying he's a mutt. She was saying like a a, a capital mutt as in you're a fu- like you're nothing. Like he may as well be. But he says it as well, doesn't he? Peter calls himself a mutt at some point, I'm pretty sure. Well, because he's brainwashed, like, because he's trying, he doesn't have any control over him trying to kill Katniss at times. Okay, right. So I think it's, I think it's a new, like, so it's just a general, those things the next level. It's a general word, it's yeah. a general word that's used as an umbrella for all of the fucking ge- uh, Snow's pawns. Okay, yeah. right. I think that, that moment, like, yeah, that, that zombie moment was fucking great. I really liked it. It was cool. And sewers, like, cla- claustrophobia mm. was great. Mm. It was fucking awesome. Um, and Finnick, yeah, yeah, Finnick was fucking badass. Like that whole way, the whole oh. way through that scene, I was like, "Fuck yeah, dude!" And then he died. That was probably the most upset I was. In that whole I was film. super upset. Yeah, it was, I was Finnick's I was, death. I was, I was more upset with that than when Primrose Everdeen got killed. Well, I mean, like when Finn dies, Finn's like in Catching Fire. Finn's a huge Finnick. Sorry, it's yeah. a huge <laughs> part of Catching Fire, like a huge part. And then he's like somewhat of a big part in Mockingjay Part One, yeah. sort of. And then he's in this for a little bit. And so I was like, fuck Finnick, like I like you. Primrose ever did, right? Didn't give a shit in the first one. Didn't give a shit in the second one. But it was sad because the whole thing started with her. Yeah, Yeah, no, I did did give a shit about the first one. I get it. I will, um, well, hold on. Let's let's get to that because there's there's a few points I want to get to before we talk about Primrose. Um, So (laughs) basically from from, um, that awesome ghoul scene they you know things seem to be picking up again and then they go and see that fucking tiger chick what the fuck is that a cat i don't know is it is there is there animal people in this world what i don't know fucking there's one of them (laughs) she's probably the only one who knows but yeah we haven't seen them before right this isn't a thing pretty sure i'm pretty sure we have she she because katniss is like i seen you you're the designer for some other thing some other in the Hunger Games. She was probably in the first one, like as an extra or something. 
Right. <laughs> I like I I did ask Beck about this because she's read the books and whatever, and she said that apparently she's just that's the makeup thing. That's like something that these capital freaks do because you know they all look weird yeah. and. and but I've never, I'd never seen it before, and it was kind of, it just seemed like it just came out of the blue, which, <laughs> which, and then she it's so really, freaky. yeah, it was, it, it is an odd, it was an odd, shit. and then she really has no impact on anything except to put them into fucking sleep again. We, so we just pick it all up with yeah. all this fucking mutt business, and then they just go into this fucking tiger bitch's fucking cellar. And go to sleep. Oh, and then there's that like super gay scene between Gail and Peter. Oh my god! <laughs> so she'll choose. No, see, I, like, I didn't mind that. I like, I thought they were gonna play on that sort of shit a bit more. It was, it was fun to see them actually talking, because you're waiting for it to happen, and you know, Gail's being the bigger man and whatever, fucking whatever, Gail, you're you're a jerk. But apparently, in the books, it's a big deal because Katniss gets pissed off that. Gail says she'll be with whoever, you know, will help her survive, basically, as if she has no feelings and she gets really offended by it, um, which they don't really go into in this. And it just comes across nope. as a super gay scene, as you said, Mel. Yep. Katniss, Katniss is just like, I like the blonde one. Yeah. Give me the Lego man. He gave me some bread once. He gave me some bread once. Um, <laughs> yeah, more fucking, more lull, more padding for a film that didn't need it yeah um, and it's just it's stupid because it was starting to pick up again and mm. then they go into this fucking dumb scene with them approaching the the fucking capital house yeah. or whatever it is with hoods <laughs> could they not stand out anymore I, in that fucking I, crowd when like it come happened, on i was like as soon as they start walking i'm like i'm gonna be fucking mad at the movie if they walk towards the, like, if they can get into the, that fucking place without being noticed. And then I thought, but even if they do start getting noticed, I'm going to be mad at these characters for thinking if they wear hoods, that the fucking people at the gate would not, not, not check, check their faces. Oh what God. the fuck? And, of course, they... Like, Katniss is so surprised that there's fucking guards there looking at people. Like, are you fucking, fucking idiot! <laughs> I know it was fucking ridiculous. My oh, God, it's it. I went as soon as it was happening, and because the way I thought they were talking when they were saying, "Okay, we're going to go out and we'll send somebody in," I thought they were going to send the fucking tiger chick. That's the way I thought it was going, yeah. or like other people were going to go because you wouldn't send your fucking main people. Like you send somebody in and get in and the the intel or something. <laughs> like it made uh so, apparently in the book, the tiger bitch comes into effect because she comes in and starts doing the makeup on them and turns them into capital-type people so they're almost unidentifiable. Why the fuck wouldn't they, like, do that, though? Like, right? why would they not get to that point? Like, that, that would be such so a cool thing. Sense. Maybe they blew their budget or something. <laughs> they couldn't afford the fucking makeup for the stars, but they could yeah, afford the all the makeup for the fucking extras around them. Yeah. They wasted it on They, they wasted um, on the Elizabeth. cat. No. <laughs> yeah, maybe. And Elizabeth Banks. Yeah, Elizabeth Banks looking fucking awesome, though. But she was... Don't, oh, so don't, don't talk shit about Elizabeth Banks. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Elizabeth Banks is the best part of all of these movies. Yeah. Why is she... Oh. We, we, we talked about that last movie as well. She is... She needs to be in this the whole way. She should have been with them in that little fucking group of people rather than just a bunch of generic motherfuckers in black suits. And Hamish. Why yeah, the fuck? I know. Hamish and Hamish Effie are there? the two best characters in this fucking series. 
years. I mean, like Hamish could have made sense a little bit because he was a he was a Hunger Games contestant. Yeah, like he's has, got some skills. Yeah, I wish they kind of played on that because that would have been really fucking cool. Yeah, um, to see to see that to see him amongst um, it, and, and it, it makes sense as well because he's he's like you know basically running this revolution. Like he's he's a big well, he's big like he's like he's like Katniss's conscience so yeah. he's kind of Katniss's Yoda or Obi-Wan where yeah, yeah. The mental. he's kind of just like he's straight up the mental yeah and he's and I like that because you don't like this whole fucking film what it tries to do is it's not like don't be team Rev resistance don't be team capital B team Katniss which sadly never gets come like never comes across until halfway through this fucking movie because everyone's like yeah fuck the capital like that's the, the thing we all have going um Hmm. But yeah, Hamish is a good. I really, I just like Woody Harrelson. I think so. Yeah. Philip Seymour Hoffman, like the whole way through this film, he was fucking brilliant. Mm. Do you um, think? Um, do you think they pulled him back because they hadn't filmed the scenes? Or oh, for sure. Yeah, no. Because no, he, no I feel like he should. He would have been a much bigger. He got a. Katniss yeah. got a letter from him. Like that was not meant to be a letter. That was meant to be Philip Seymour Hoffman walking through that door. Yeah, true. I didn't even giving, think of that. Yeah. Giving that diet, like imagine how powerful that would have been. Yeah, like Plutarch coming in because he's fucking he's phenomenal. Even in this movie, he's like just the way he is. You're like fuck. He's he's cool. Yeah, um, and this will be the last time we see him, won't it? I don't think he has any other films. Yeah, it's really That's disappointing. Really he's real talent. Yeah. Um, but I mean, like on top of that, we've got what else? Like you've got Finnick, who's great. Every all the actors were pretty on point. I think. Oh, the there's acting, no one who really and- get, get bad performance. The acting and directing is all pretty good. It's just mm. it's just that this is padded out. Big but much. we do get to where shit starts to go down and probably one of the best scenes and most surprising scenes in the film when they drop those bombs on the kids. Oh, fuck, that was great. Whoa. That, that was... was I was like, hold on, what what plane was that? Was that a capital plane? What the fuck yeah. is this? What's going on? It was. I was so confused. And then the whole Gale thing and Primrose dying... I knew it was coming because of you, you fuckhead. Yeah, sorry. But I actually was like, hold on, maybe you might be wrong. And then it was it was a good scene, but it was it needed it needed a little bit more, didn't it? Yeah, be- considering exactly what Mel said before, the whole the whole reason any of this is happening is because it was a prim- Primrose Everdeen was called in the in the Hunger Games. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, like, even in the first one, she's a fucking big deal at the very beginning. Cool, Katniss is in the Hunger Games. But she's never really fucking brought up as a big deal in any of the other ones. Like, really. There's a couple of scenes where fucking Katniss and Prim and Katniss is like, I love my sister. No fucking shit. And then in this one, she has the most underwhelming death of any character. And it's not made out as a big deal at all. She yells at her cat over it. No, 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 because I feel that scene was really powerful. The one, one that followed that... Where she goes to the house, so it's like the house yeah, is empty, it. it looks unkept and like it's really like cold and then she yells at the cats, so it's like, Oh, emotional breakthrough and stuff. Yeah. Um, I getcha. And then she, she after that she learns to like love again yeah, kind of eventually it's Peter back. But in, I mean like you know. it's just like if I mean, if you think about it the whole way through the film, Prim scene at the beginning for a bit and then she's <laughs> yeah. gone. And yeah. then there's she's fucking there. She goes prim, and then it's a wide shot of prim blowing up. Like, it's just gone. Doesn't say anything, nothing. I was like, what the fuck? Like, this is like the whole, the right, you're right. Like, this is the whole reason she's in this situation. Like, this is 
the whole reason everything's here. This is why this is happening. Prim is the key to everything. And she gets a really disappointing death. Like, I wanted her to fucking have a really great moment. Instead, we were given this, like, really unsatisfying, like, Prim, bang. Mm. And I, I mean, people... I think I'm on the same page as you, if and and then also not. I'm on in two minds about this death because I think the cat scene makes up for it. Cat be- scene was good because I know I was I was sort of like, wow, that just that was just really just shrugged off. Seven. But then yeah. I, I'm kind of thinking back on it and I enjoy just how quick it is. It's it's mm-hmm. sort of like how much everything can change in an instant. And I think they kind of got that yeah. well. I, I, I was sort of, look, I, I guess I expected a bit of slow motion, some fucking, you know, a really drawn out, like, yeah. fucking, I don't yeah. know, something like that to, to really dr- drive at home the gravity of what's happening here. But we don't get a, we don't even get yeah. a second to fucking take it in. Like, it blows up and then she yeah. goes on fire and she blacks out. And I'm sure that was, that was the point. But, like, we've seen this character in four movies now get fucking upset over fucking anything. Like, this bitch gets fucking upset when Peter's gone. Like, Peter's not even dead. He's fucking gone. Like, he's in the capital. And she's, like, fucking the last movie, part one. She was a fucking mess the whole time. I need to get Peter. Yeah, she was oh. fucking crazy. Remember, she's like a lunatic the yeah. whole time. She's like, "Oh, Peter, I fucking love Peter." Because she's a teenage. Yeah, but girl. like, this is like all this shit happens to someone who's not even dead. Then the first one, the first, she's like a I fucking. Know, like, she's whining I feel over like everything. Her, um, reactions are normal. They're yeah. like realistic. Yeah, you know? but this one fucking wasn't. That's the problem. Everything's a big deal, and suddenly the biggest death in the whole thing. And like we're more upset that a fucking that Finnick dies, who hasn't even been it been in the fucking films from the first one. That's because Finnick is likable. They gave him more like. That's the problem. That's the fucking problem. Why the fuck would you do that if the whole thing is because of Prim? Why the fuck is she not in it more? Why isn't she likable? Why is it that we're just like oh fuck? I guess she's likable. She's fucking adorable. Like I I I get it. Like I feel it. Like I I don't I don't think I didn't feel it. Like. It's definitely like I do think maybe she should have been in it more, but I I know that she's the reason for all this, and she's what Katniss is fighting for the entire way. So when she does die, like I'm devastated, and and I, I think I think they actually do play with it quite well after because because like I said, it happens so quick, and she doesn't get a chance to take it in, and then all of a sudden she wakes up and it's like a whole new world. So she's taking that in as well. And she doesn't break down until she gets home and screams at the cat. And actually, I think that's fucking brilliant. Yeah, I like the cat scene. I just, I just, I don't know. I've never given a fuck about, about Prim. Well, see, I've, I've, I've Prim, seen, I've seen the first one a lot, probably a lot more than you have, and a lot more than every other film because I, I love the first film. Um, and the first scene of her getting like called out primrose everdeen fucking is intense like i I just actually went back and rewatched it the first one again before seeing this one and i think because that's fresh in my mind i get it but i can totally understand what you're saying because basically from there she's not in it she rocks up every now and then and gives her a cuddle and she's like oh thanks for fucking you know taking my spot in the hunger games now look what you've done i just couldn't I just couldn't give a fuck about this character. I don't know about you. 
Yeah. They should have spent less time focusing on Gale and Katniss and more time on Primrose. But yeah. for me, because I had yeah. no idea that Primrose was going to die, like I've never known that. So for me, I was like, what the fuck? What's she doing there? And then like, oh, she's going to die. And then she did. Yeah. <laughs> but I was shocked. Like I knew I from the beginning. I've known every death of every character except oh. Finnick. <laughs> Tragedy. Oh, I didn't. I didn't <laughs> until you fucking ruined it for me. But uh, <laughs> suck. I didn't mean to. I thought he knew. Like he really. Why sucked. would you? Uh, everybody apparently knows that Primrose was gonna die. Fucking hell! I thought everyone did. I did. I did Fuck. like. I did like. You know when she's screaming Primrose's name before she gets killed though. Like I. I don't know. It like when the more I think about it, the more powerful I think it actually is. So, it it worked for me, and it might be just because I've got a more of an attachment to that first film where we do get more time. And the whole reasoning behind all this. I just reckon Prim should have had more emphasis. That's all. I just, it's all I want in life. Well, they should have, you know, and actually, Mel, you just said um, they should have, you know, spent more time on Prim than fucking Gale. And then when Gale yeah. exits the fucking saga, it's just like a nothing thing. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's like, thank God. <laughs> yeah, Gale just fucks off. Like, why the fuck? What is the point of having him be such a big deal? Eye candy. And they if- just let him go, yeah. Yeah. Because he's such a. F- fucking big thing through every movie like yeah. ooh like everyone's like oh but Captain's gonna end up with Gale Gale's the hotter one Gale does this like Gale's seen as the more manly like he's the one expected Katniss to be with and then yeah. Peter comes in and like saves the day yeah. and like as a wounded little puppy or whatever but Gale gives a fuck like Gale's just there for some reason and he's like really high up in like the infantry which makes no sense because he's like Katniss's love interest and everyone knows that so why would he whatever it would have been better for them to focus on yeah the sister relationship rather Mm. than the love triangle and the mother who does fuck all No, she she put um, she put some oil on on it (laughs) (laughs) and then when she goes home like her mother her Her mum is is set up um, from the start as really distant, though. So, look, I I understood that. And Katniss just fucking hates her, so she doesn't want her around. Yeah. (laughs) I wish that was explained more in the film. I would like that a lot. Well, it's explained in the first one. That's that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's a big deal in the first one. Like, the first... You would fucking know fish, because you saw it tonight. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, did did you guys see the deception coming? Did you think that that plane was flown by coin or not flown by coin but sent yep. by coin did I, you... didn't. <laughs> I did i did not yeah i didn't see it coming because when i saw the parachutes i thought of you know when uh what's his face woody harrelson yeah. sent her the present that's what i yeah. thought they were like yeah i don't know fuck that was I just, cool I thought... like they're all reaching up for him and then yeah. oh man Shit. i saw it and i thought first that it was snow doing it and then i was like that's that's not snow. Like that'll be that'll be something that like pushes Katniss over the edge because it was such a big deal. Yeah. Like Prim's yeah. death. I'm like, nah, that can't just be snow. That's too easy. Yeah. And it was. Yeah. Um, I, I I was I was really confused to be honest because like I, at first I thought it was a rebel plane. I yeah. I didn't really I couldn't really see what the the signature was on it and then when I figured out it was capital I was like those capital bastards. And then when it <laughs> dropped I was like. Okay, fuck. So then we start to hate coin. Well, not hate yep. coin, but we're like fucking this conniving bitch. 
I've never fucking liked Coin though. She's always been a fucking pain in the ass. Like, she's just annoying. She's like her face. Like, it's hard to love her. It's hard. Yeah, she's only a, a face only a mother could love. Julian. But, like, yeah. she goes from, like, somewhat reasonable to just immediately fucking crazy. Like, killing fucking children. Like, yeah. Yeah. The moment, the moment, like, they need her to be nuts in the film, they're like, all right, let's just fucking, I guess she's nuts now. Yeah, you're like, right. Yeah, she just takes a, a severe turn. Yeah, like she goes from she goes from oh, let's let the survivors out of a tunnel, which, like, yeah, makes wasn't sense. even. She didn't even have to do that. Yeah, and then she's like, okay, let's blow up everyone. Like the capital were winning anyway. Like it, it not the capital. The rebels were winning anyway. Like that sort of thing was such a. It just was so out of place, even for, for someone like that. And then there was. Like, and then when they have the meeting, which is the big bit where they mm. have, they sit around, they're, they're talking about what do we do? And she's like, oh, all these lives, like people want retribution and like bloodlust and shit. Mm. Like her going, let's have another Hunger Games was the most fucking idiotic thing. I uh, no, I was like, so confused. I didn't like, I'm like, am I missing the gravity of this? Because having another Hunger Games sounds fucking stupid to me right now. Peter, like, Peter calls it out. He's like, that's yeah. the whole reason why this is all happening. We, we're, we're as bad as snow if we do this. Even if you're in power and you're trying to, to, like, to be what snow was, why the fuck would you do that? Like, you would just be turning your own people against you. It just makes no exactly. sense. Like, I couldn't, I no couldn't, fucking sense. I couldn't understand it. I, like, when I understand a public execution and I get that she's like, oh, we will... Like the people want more bloodlust, bloodlust. Yeah. But Hunger Games is still killing people. It's basically yeah. executing people. If it's actually worse because then every every year they may want another fucking Hunger Games. It's yeah. stupid. I it just I was so confused. And then when and when Katniss starts to um you know when Katniss says, do, do I get to kill Snow? Yeah. I was I was so confused at what was actually happening there. Like because I I. For some reason, I I thought that Snow was gonna be in the Hunger Games. I thought they were gonna he was yeah. gonna put Snow in with all the younger kids. I like. I thought it was. Sorry. I thought it was gonna be all of the fucking all the people who've committed war crimes in the Hunger Games. Like they put they pit yeah. them all against each other. Which which kind of makes more sense to me. But then yep. then it is they're only gonna put their kids or something into like the yeah, younger people. Snow's not gonna be in it. Basically, the start of it was going to be Katniss killing Snow and then they were going to announce the Hunger Games? And is yep. that what was happening in the end? But I didn't get that. From when, when Katniss is saying, I get to kill him, I thought she was going to be in the Hunger Games with him. That's what I thought. She's like... No, yeah. I, I, I didn't I think, think that. that as well. Oh, really? Yeah. And I was no, like, was why would she want to go in a Hunger Games? I know, I know that's not, I, not I it. I knew there but... was going to be an execution. Like, I knew that was... Like, when she said it, that's what was going to happen. Like... When I go back and think about it, she's bargaining with her, isn't she? She's saying, okay, if I get yeah. to kill fucking Snow, you get to do whatever the fuck you want. I don't give a crap. Yeah. Which makes sense for the character because that's her whole goal in the thing. And she's never really cared about yeah. the fucking revolution and all that, really. She just wants to get revenge on but Snow. Like, and, that's, and that's Katniss's biggest problem, I think, is that she is a middleman before she should be a middleman. Like, mm. she... She never gave a fuck, like, from the beginning. She's like, I don't care. I don't care about the war. It's like, yes, you 
you fucking do. Don't fucking lie. You fucking sit here and you're like, oh, I hate, I hate public speaking. I don't like being propaganda. I want to fight. And then she fights and she's like, oh, I want to run away. <laughs> from the fight I want to go by myself it's like you're a fucking piece of shit you're a fucking wanker you don't like there's never a point yet where you get to be like oh this doesn't seem like the right thing everything up to that point seems fine mm. and then suddenly she's like a fucking cold-blooded killer she's like I'm gonna kill snow so fuck off oh she's always wanted to kill snow like I understand she's always wanted to I know but it just it's just this whole like fucking like ambiguous like I'm the middleman. man mm. and then She's just like suddenly, oh, like if I get to kill Snow, I don't care if people die in the Hunger Games. Let me just reiterate, Katniss is a teenage girl. <laughs> She's indecisive. It's all part of her character, Connor. Yeah, and it's, it's a fucking stupid character. Even if you're a teenage girl, you have a brain that works and you can fucking <laughs> consciously me, make not, decisions not, that aren't completely not dumb. Not in a dystopian world. Let's move on we fucking checkpoint. That's a good idea. She's an idiot. That's why. Yeah. And you know what's hard to enjoy, Mel? <laughs> a protagonist who's a fucking idiot. Well, too bad. <laughs> fucking hell. Movies already made. <laughs> I saw it in a bit of a different light. I saw it and, and I don't think this really helps the film too much because I was actually feeling the frustration that she would probably be feeling of that she can't really do anything. She's, like you said, the middleman. She has no real power. She can say a few things, but it's really only helping the revolution, the the rebels, and and whatever. Yeah. Um, her her whole goal in it is to get to snow, so she'll fucking you know go against everything that the rebels are kind of doing to just get what she get wants, which is the teenage girl in her. Um, but she's frustrated because she she really can't do much, and that's what hurts this film the most is that throughout most of the movie. She can't do anything, so she has no real, like, sort of pull on the story. Yeah. Like, yeah, she's getting there, she's getting closer, but it takes her so fucking long to so, get to the thing. She has so little influence over what is happening around her yeah. that we had to have a character fucking blow up and give her a fucking, like, iPad that helps her solve <laughs> problems and, like... It was just a matter of he liked her a little bit. Fucking Ice Cube, Denzel Washington, Wilson, whoever the fuck it was. He's just like... With the weird arm. He's just like, yeah, he had a fucking weird arm all the way through. Like a fucking dead arm. Anyway, he's like, yeah, I trust you. Don't trust anyone. Blah, blah, blah. Like, that is how little she fucking mattered in the grand scheme of things. Like, yeah. she had to be fucking given it from to someone. She couldn't even get it herself. And then she just like... And then her whole thing is just like... She doesn't even fucking catch snow. She has no effect on what happens at all. If you think about it, she just fucking runs through the capital and then gets blown up anyway. Yeah. She, sees, yeah. she doesn't do anything. She's not no. the reason snow gets captured. No. They have literally no effect on anything. They're just there. They just hang out for a bit and then she gets blown up and it's like, all right, time to go home. My sister's dead. They don't do... <laughs> Nothing, like, she doesn't have an effect on the story at all. And that's what I'm saying. It's it's disappointing, and that's what kills this this character, because your protagonist should be a big deal. Like, to be fair, she does do something quite game-changing with killing coin and all that sort of thing, but for yeah. the majority of the film, she's just a frustrated pawn yeah. in this game. And, look, I, I like the idea that it's not really about the war, it's about you know, her story, which I'm cool with, 
but she doesn't really have any impact on even her story. Like, she isn't the one who kills Snow in the end, which is a whole fucking goal. Yeah, she kills But it was kind of cool to see him get ripped apart by, you know, everyone. That was, yeah, was kind of sweet. And her killing Coin, I was... I don't know. I, I still wasn't really sure what the fuck was going on. So when she kills Coin, I was like, hold on, what? Okay, and I get it later. Like, it's it's good because we get to, you know, we get the fair president. She comes in and we get a better world and it makes sense yeah. later on. But at the time, I was I was still... I was just so confused in that whole sequence. What the fuck was going on? They're putting on a Hunger Games. Is she going walking into the Hunger Games? Because at this point, I'm thinking she's about to... You know, she's suiting up for the games. That's what I thought was happening. Yeah. So I was just like, what the fuck is happening here? I don't understand. She kills this chick and I'm kind of like oh that's good she's dead but largely I was quite unsatisfied because she didn't pull the trigger on Snow in the end really I liked her killing coin that was actually one of the more and enjoyable Snow parts Snow was dying anyway Snow was dying anyway so I kind of he understood. was going to die like a slow yeah. death, which oh he got fucked up and it, like you know on hindsight it's really cool but at the time I was just like oh I just I don't know what's going on I'm, like my confusion was clouding everything yeah I guess because it was like the whole movie was building up to that point, like you wanted Snow to die, but yeah. I think I think the pro- problem is like Katniss has gotten this whole fucking thing. Like I don't give a shit about war. I don't give a shit about war, and it kind of like romanticizes like like the, the all of the films bar the first one romanticize being this ambiguous fucking not having a fucking opinion or a fucking moral fucking standpoint on fucking anything in your life, and then the last minute, like, the ultimate choice she makes in the film is to to have a big moral, like, go against what she wants to do and does what's good for the fucking people, which she is never fucking given a shit about in any of the fucking movies. She's never cared, apparently. She fucking says it. She's like, I don't care about anyone. Like, then don't fucking kill coin, cunt. Why do you, why do you want to fuck do that? Makes no fucking sense. I don't fucking... <laughs> well, I think that's the, the whole point, is just the build-up to, like, what's what's more important here the you know the the fair governing of of her people or her personal vendetta uh, against snow who's going to die anyway i get it but it doesn't feel good it doesn't feel right it didn't it did, it wasn't done the way it should have been done potentially that's yep. i'm i'm unsatisfied with that ending and i was starting to think like She's just a depressed mess now. Like even after that, I think is the yeah. the cat scenes after that, obviously. She goes home and mopes around a bit and fucking she can't be you know, can't show her face because she's fucking whatever. And I'm like, Where where do we go from here? Like how does she be happy? How do I get a happy ending here? And then Peter rocks up. And I'm happy. Yeah, I liked Peter rocking up just because I think we're we all like Peter. We wanted him. I wanted. I wanted it to happen, and I'm glad that he was able to get over his, you know, his little uh, disorder of trying to kill her. Yeah. Yeah. Because finally, she's accepted that she loves him, and it's a nice little moment when he says, "You know, true or false, do you do you love me?" And like, yeah, as, as lameage as it is, it was it was a sweet moment. She crawled into bed with him, like she'd mm. done in the first movie. But this time, she actually wanted to be with him. And to be honest, I would have been happy to see it just fucking fade out there. That would have been cool. Like, they're in love. Yep. They're going to be together. I was waiting for it to fade out there. <laughs> Same. Um, then we see him with kids. It was okay. Looking literally the, 
same age with a yeah. kid that looks about four. Yeah, I'm that's like, it. What the fuck? <laughs> but I mean, like that wasn't that. I'm kind of glad in a way that they had that, like to, to show that, like life has moved on for them and they're not. The world's not, the world's good now. The world's yeah. not fucking governed by peacekeepers and and snow. It's it's nice. They've got this new president. They've overthrown the government. It works. And look, you didn't. I I'm I'm actually glad that we didn't need to see most of that. We only seen like yeah. the bit of her getting sworn in the president. Mm-hmm. And because this is about Katniss, it's not about the politics. It's not about all that sort of thing. Um, even though it gets a bit muddy at times, this was a pretty good ending. I'm, I'm happy for this to be, this is a, I'm not like, fuck yeah, like cheering at the end of this film, but I'm happy she's with Peter. I'm happy she's found happiness. She has kids. Yeah. It it was satisfying. I thought it was satisfying. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, can I ask you guys a question? Sure. Um, (laughs) Shut the fuck up. Um, (laughs) So after all of this, given like series of movies constantly being, I mean, sorry, series of books constantly being turned into movies Mm. and the like fans of the books will appreciate the small details being put into the movies. But in the case of Hunger Games where like the last book is turned into two parts and then for movie viewers, it's not as interesting to watch everything being dragged out. And like, for example, all those scenes where they're all just sitting down. Yeah, don't mention them, hey. And stuff like that. Yeah, like... What do you guys think about that and, like, how, like, whether you think, I don't know, series should be turned into movies in the first place? Because, obviously, it's hard to please I both think, audiences, think, you know I what think, I mean? I think novel-to-film adaptations are fucking brilliant. I think the, the like, the portray like, someone's creative interpretation of a, of a book is fucking brilliant, like, and awesome, and it does well all the time. Like, yeah. some of the best movies were books, like Green Mile, Shawshank Redemption, like, Harry Potter, that, that, that franchise, Lord of the Rings is phenomenal. Like, these are movies that stay with us for ages mm. because they're based and, and they're based off books that are really well written. But the moment you take that, like someone's story and you make it about money immediately, like without thinking of how it's going to affect the narrative, you're a fucking shit cunt. <laughs> and I fucking ranted about it in like every podcast we do, but I <laughs> fucking cannot fucking believe that it's a thing that even is, is is even discussed. Like, don't fucking do it. It wrecks shit. But the problem is, like, like people who like the books like all of these movies because they're they've got a high production value. They've got good acting, and they get to see more shit. So, people who like the Hunger Games books probably go into the first part and the second part, and they're like, "Fuck, the first part's great." Like, I know because they know what's happening. They're like, "Oh fuck, that's gonna happen next time. I can't wait." They already know, you know. But for a movie viewer, it's fucking bullshit. These guys do it because of people like that, like the, the fans that'll see it regardless. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. once you've got a following, it, it, it expands and you it just just give up. Just give up. It's going <laughs> to fucking happen. I don't fucking care anymore. I'm done. Okay. Oh. Look, I understand it. I came from The Hobbit. I loved that The Hobbit was three parts because I adore that book. I've read it over and over and over. It gave me more than the book gave me. So I get it. I get it that these the, the Mockingjay fans who've read the book are going to come in and love this shit. I know I fucking hated Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows part one. It was a fucking waste of a movie. I thought it was fucking boring as shit. But Beck, my girlfriend, is a fucking huge Harry Potter fan. Loved it. So I get it. But this this movie, I haven't read the book. I read the first two. I didn't read Mockingjay. 
this could have been one film. And it's so fucking obvious that it could have been one film. And that's the disappointing thing. If you're bringing more to it and you're actually using it in, in a way that's adding more action, like, you know, more story, story points to the, the overall arc, I'm all for that. But this has so much padding that it's frustrating. And yeah. we could have we seen this whole film, this whole story, this time last year. Well, let's give let's give our final verdicts. Yeah. Okay. Well, Mel, ladies first. You want to tell us what you thought of this film and rate it out of five? Um. Well, I thought it was very entertaining. It's only like after we've done this podcast that I've realized all the things wrong with it. Yeah. Welcome to my life. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> like my direct like uh, reaction movie, after yeah. the movie, I loved it. Like I thought it was very entertaining, and. Yeah, but now after after now, I'd probably give it like a oh, 3.5 out of five. Cool, cool, Connor. Um, oh, fucking the last one kind of tainted it. You don't don't do it. Don't fucking split a movie up into parts. I'm trying to rate this movie as an individual film, but with you need to see the part one of a two part fucking thing to understand what's going on. And because of that, like, it's, it's just got more padding. Like, it doesn't need to be one film, and that's its biggest issue. It doesn't need to be one movie. There's so much filler in this film, which, Fish, you hate. Um, and there's so fucking much of it in it that, like, just... It, it, it takes away from the really good bits, because this film had really good bits. Like, the acting was superb. The dialogue was really interesting. The, the, the fucking action scenes were brilliant to watch. There was lots of tension and suspense. But then you've got this fucking bullshit filler and characters that have been fucking trash since Mockingjay Part 1. And it's like, well, fucking hell, man. What do you want me to do? I give it a a 2.5. Yeah, 2.5. Okay, the most average of average scores. Very nice. Very nice. Average movies. Yeah, that's it. It's been a lot of that this year. I wish I could go back and change my Mockingjay part one score as well. I gave that one a four, yeah. which is just fucking outrageous. I probably would have given that a 2.5 now because I'm not going to give this movie a four. I'll, I'll be straight up. But it's it's really disappointing because I I loved one and two. Like number one is probably one of my all-time favorite films. Like going back and watching it, I remembered why I loved this franchise and going to see Catching Fire. I remember just it blowing my mind. We we talked about it a lot in, in our Mockingjay Part 1 thing, not being all that excited about it. And it's because I, I like the start of stories more than the finish a lot of the time because a lot of people fuck up the end. And this gets way too political. It gets way too fucking whatever. All I want to see is a bunch of people in a death match. <laughs> and that's what The yeah. Hunger Games gave me. And it's it was a lot of fun back then. And it loses some of its charm because of the lack of Hunger Games and all this other bullshit that goes on but it's yeah. it's it's just sad that they they really don't know what they want to do with Katniss I'm sure the book nails it and I, I actually might go and read the book now that the the movie's finally over just to see what it was supposed to be um because Beck adores it she she thinks it was great um she said the movie doesn't stand up to the book which it rarely ever does but it would just be interesting to see that I th- think if this was one movie it probably would have been up there in the fours it probably it it would have been a fantastic film if we got the best of each movie because there is if it was one movie man and i'd be frothing it'd be a great film because there's really good moments in both of them and 
I like the whole propaganda thing. I like her not really having too much power and things. And it's about her story in, you know, in amongst all this other shit that's going on. Um, but I don't feel like they've really capitalized on any of it. They haven't gone in and got that sweet spot that I was looking for. And ultimately, I'm actually quite unsatisfied walking out of this. Like, I I was happy to see her get back with Peter, but that's about it. The rest of it, uh, like, I'm waiting for this massive, this this ending, this twist, this the big the big reveal at the end, and it it's there, but it's it's not done in a cool way. Like we, it's literally told to us that Coin has sold her out. Like, why should we trust fucking Snow? Like that was another funny thing to me. I was like, I wouldn't trust a fucking word that comes out of this motherfucker. Yeah, exactly. Thing. Yeah, you're right. So it was done in a really poor method, but you know it is there. It's just not done well. I'd probably give it a 3.5 as well. Maybe Ugh. three. I don't know. Th- oh, three. Actually, I'll go with three because there's the boring parts in this just aren't... It's just not cool. That shouldn't have happened. And even if I was watching this at a normal hour, like a normal human being, not going to a fucking midnight screening, <laughs> I think I would still be bored as shit. So, uh, yeah, three out of five. Nice. Well, how exciting. That's a that's a pretty great array. It's actually going down the scale and it's it was great having you on, Mel. Thanks for thanks for putting in. That's okay. Thanks for having me. The the sun's the sun's out. We're feeling good. We're nice and tired. <laughs> well, before we wrap this up, let's how about we just rate the films, you know, the the four films from bottom to top. What Mel, what would be your favourite of the series and what's the worst? I'd say one, two, and then, oh, this is like like number one at the top, number two, and then part, Mockingjay part two, Mockingjay yep. part one. Yeah. What about you, Connor? I would I would go number two. Yeah, you loved number two, didn't one. you? Yeah, I fucking love number two and the rest I don't give a shit about. So I go number two and the rest can just fucking fight against each other. <laughs> they can fight to death in the, hung- yeah, in the Hunger Games. Yeah, um, I'm definitely one. I'm actually, I'm excited that you liked one, Mel. That's, I didn't, I thought I was like the minority in this because everyone loves Catching Fire. Um, no, no, no. First one's really good. Yeah, I saw the first one like three times at the cinemas. I loved it. Um, one, two, <laughs> four, three. Mockingjay Part 1 is a fucking waste of time. But unfortunately, you have to watch it to watch number two. So how about that shit? Hey, I hope you guys have enjoyed this bonus podcast. We wanted to to chuck this one out. We norm like this is a kind of. I'm hoping I'll have this one up by Sunday, which is like midweek for our podcast bullshit. You better fucking enjoy it, you pieces of shit. <laughs> well, we, we we wanted to sort of give back to you guys because um, we've had some really good feedback. We've had almost a double in the amount of listens that our. Um, our Star Wars episodes have been having. So people are getting on board and really helping us out. So we wanted to give back to the community because that's the sort of guys we are. Connor, what do you reckon? Fuck you all fuckers. I'm fucking up at 4am doing this shit. Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Connor and Mel, thank you for joining me at this shit o'clock hour. Let's get out of here. Play the music, fish. Thank you for listening to this episode of Fishing Connoisseur Movie. Fishing Connoisseur Movie does not own any rights to the film Hunger Games Mockingjay Part 2, its marketing, or its soundtrack, and no infringement is intended. The track 
Music from The Hunger Games Mockingjay Part 1 final movie trailer, Burn, is performed by L'Orchestra Cinematique. Get out of here. Play the music, Fish. Give me some fucking enthusiasm on that. Play the music, Fish. I can't be that, loud. That didn't work at all. Just just give me something. Give me something. Play the music, Fish. All right, sweet. <laughs>